Good day, people of the internet. It's me, your humble host, Orion, today with another episode of the Return of the Sith podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about Disney Plus news. We're going to talk a little bit about the recently comics that just came out. And then we're going to end this episode with a review of Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Star Wars Battlefront 2017. A nice comparison and contrast for you. As well as, we actually have an ad for this episode. One episode down and we already have an ad. I am so excited to get right into the news, but first, here's uh, Mr. Anakin Skywalker with a wonderful ad. Hello, my name's Anakin, and welcome to Anakin's Sand Symposium, where we have so much sand, we're just giving it away. See, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. I'm going somewhere where everything is soft and smooth. So I'm selling at rock bottom prices. Come find us at the Moise Eisley Cantina. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Waddos. Well, that was interesting. Anyway, on to today's news. So, Right now, we have some Disney Plus news. Now, for those of you who didn't know, Disney Plus is Disney's newest streaming service that's going to be coming out November 12th. It comes out November 12th for about 7 bucks a month or 70 bucks a year. You can get uh, everything Disney. That's Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and most importantly to this podcast, Star Wars. And right now they're actually running a trial run, a free trial run of it in the Netherlands. And what we can gather from it is that everything is on here. What we already knew was Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Resistance. They were all going to be on the platform. Uh, no word yet if the Star Wars Christmas special is going to be on there. Hopefully. I, I hope. I genuinely hope. I never got to see it. Um, but there is some sad news. Uh, recently, it has been announced that they're going to bring back weekly releasing of episodes on this streaming service. So, that means for Mandalorian that you cannot binge watch it as soon as the first episode comes out, if that makes sense. In this day and age, I remember with myself, this isn't a Star Wars example, but when Stranger Things came out this past year, I watched the whole season in two days. So, kind of a down note, I would really like to be able to binge watch uh, The Mandalorian immediately, but that's okay. Uh, also announced, I didn't know about this, but apparently it was announced at D23, uh, there is an Obi-Wan Kenobi series that they have announced. Ewan McGregor is signed on to do it. It takes place, I believe, well, it has to take place before Episode 4, New Hope. Um, but I think it takes place before Rogue One as well. So some a really interesting time period that I don't think we've, well, I know for sure that we have not gotten to really see in the Star Wars mythos. Then there's also been announced a K2SO and Cassian Andor spy-like 
TV series, which is really exciting. Um, I didn't know about these. I just wanted to bring them to light for those of you who didn't know, like me. Um, yeah, and that's it for just the Disney Plus news. And in other news, it has been announced that on October 29th of 2019, uh, Luke Skywalker, funny enough, in Star Wars Battlefront 2, is going to be getting a Yavin 4 skin for Episode 4 New Hope. Um, and it looks really exciting, actually. I'm very excited to play with this version of Luke. Um, yeah. Okay, so now let's get into the comic review. So first is first, we're gonna we're gonna review Star Wars Allegiance number two by Marvel, Journey to Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Now this comic is a good one. So this one picks up immediately where the last one left off on Mon Cala, and it's between Rey, Rose Tico, C-3PO, and Princess Leia meeting with Admiral Akbar's uh, child. They, they go to meet the leader of the Mon Calamari, which is really nice. And you see Rey, she, she actually gets upset that she isn't able to be in the fight. And it, it plays between three scenes. The three scenes are Kylo Ren on his Imperial, or <laughs> the First Order Star Destroyer. They play a Princess Leia but on the Mon Calamari, and then uh, the Finn and Poe Dameron storyline, which is really, really fun. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so it plays between those three stories, and so immediately once we are introduced to the son of Admiral Akbar, we uh, were transitioned into some bounty hunters that are looking for Finn and Poe in the first uh on this, uh, the moon of Avedot, Avedot, and it's um, it's a really nice little little read. Um, and you, the third scene that takes place is between Kylo Ren and uh, this Fondor uh, shipyard where they create ships uh, of all kinds. And it's really, it's it shows you kind of what is going through Kylo Ren's head at the time as well as um, kind of what's going on in the world and how people are starting to uh, diversify and either, I guess not diversify, polarize each other and either go with the First Order or the Resistance after the New Republic has fallen. And so we see a little bit more of that. We see Leia fail in her talking points with uh, the leader of the Mon Calamari and um, we, you see a little bit of the sinister side of people who are ready to accept the First Order hand and fist. Then we find out that there are uh, change, uh, changelings, essentially, who can mimic people, which is kind of scary. And even later on, we find the weapon cache that Poe and Finn were looking for in the first chapter of the comic book. So that's nice. Uh, finally, we get to see Rey fight uh, a horde, essentially, of the Mon Calamari who want them to leave their planet. And it doesn't go too well for them. She, she, well, pardon my language, she kicks their ass with her staff since she lost uh, Luke's lightsaber, or I guess not even Luke's, Anakin's lightsaber uh, in the last movie. So we get to see her kick some alien ass and a 
you see a drone of it drone take a video of the uh, of the fight and send it to General Hux who immediately goes and tells uh, his commander so you know you get a little bit of an idea of what's gonna happen in the next episode of Star Wars Allegiance journey to the rise of Skywalker and also I actually have a an extra little piece we get a little more info on Kylo Ren in Star Wars Age of Resistance, Kylo Ren number one. Now, I think these are just one part little mini series, uh, just to give a little bit more backstory. So, let me pop that open. We'll take a peek at it. Okay, so in this Kylo Ren uh, mini series, we get to see it, the subtitle is Kylo Ren in Out of the Shadow. And so, here uh, it starts off with a First Order troop meeting an Imperial Stormtrooper on the way to um, an unknown planet really we see Kylo Ren starting to get ready and change and stuff and the Admiral from the Imperial period he is brought on as Kylo Ren's advisor because recently well not recently the last time they were on this planet Vader failed and thousands of stormtroopers died on this planet trying to get what he wanted and so Kylo Ren essentially says this is where I will succeed where Vader failed. And so he goes to meet the king of the uh, of the tribe. His name is King Kristoff. He's a he's a very large he's about double the size of Kylo Ren and he actually has a a necklace of stormtrooper helmets from when they were when they last touched down. Um <laughs> and in it we see Kylo Ren try to talk to him, play things out. And eventually, when he stops getting his way, um, he he takes his lightsaber almost exactly in this. Well, not almost exactly. He doesn't use the force to activate the lightsaber and cut Snoke, cut this guy in half. But he takes his lightsaber and stabs it into the king's head, and then he kills the king's guard. And well, not kills him, but he uh, he cuts off his legs. <laughs> And so that pisses off the entire army, and it's all downhill from there. But in this, we get to see a nice compare, uh, a nice differentiation between Vader's attack and Kylo Ren's attack. You see them both say attack. You see gunfire um, between Vader and Kylo Ren and these creatures. You see a, a clip of them using the Force. You get to see stormtroopers kind of getting a, or I'm sorry, first order troopers getting a further advantage than the stormtroopers did, and both Kylo Ren and Vader seeing the same thing at different time periods, where the uh, the advisor tells Kylo Ren exactly what it is. He says, "Their God, it has awoken. It has unbre unbreakable skin, which means, or it, technically, it's a Zilla beast, and it has unbreakable skin." So Kylo, Kylo Ren, uh, with his obnoxious fortitude, is like, nothing's unbreakable. And so after he tries to give it a nice smack, he calls his, um, excuse me, he calls his shuttle. <laughs> and he, uh, the, the advisor is like, stupid kid, as he goes to jump into this thing's mouth and he's like just another life wasted and so he goes on to tell uh the officer 
to start to give him orders since technically he's the highest in command and then the officer's like give it a minute and you see Kylo Ren uh, use his lightsaber to penetrate this thing's skin and pull himself out Here, at the end it says now you worship only the first order and then the, the advisor says you know how I said it wasn't a competition Kylo says yes the advisor says you won we get to see a nice little smirk from Adam Driver's uh, Kylo Ren and it's it's really a nice piece you get to see a little bit more of Kylo Ren and exactly how he got uh, kind of to where he is right now so that's nice all in all I think this is a better batch of comics I understand that uh, the Kylo Ren comic didn't come out today or well I guess I'm recording this on Wednesday but the uh, the Star Wars Allegiance comic came out today on the 16th but the other one has been out for a minute i've seen it before at the comic shop but i decided since this podcast is about the sith i figured i'd pick up a comic about the sith so all in all i think these are i already said that uh these are some this the second allegiance comic i'm gonna have to say is better than the first one in the series although i usually don't like the first one in a series when it's a small thing like this and they just try to they try to set up a whole storyline and it kind of gets kind of irritating but this kylo ren one it actually had some really funny moments and i really love the comparisons that were drawn between vader and kylo ren and how he decided that he was not gonna fail where vader did so yeah all in all again for the third time quoting shakespeare um these are these are good comics i would say that so far my favorite of the comics I've reviewed on this podcast has got to be Star Wars Age of Resistance Kylo Ren okay um, so that is it for our comic reviews for the week um, let's get in to the main event of what today's podcast is about so if you didn't know, today's podcast was gonna be about was gonna be comparing Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Star Wars Battlefront 2017 because I refuse to call it Star Wars Battlefront 2. Technically it's the fourth game of the namesake. So today we're gonna be comparing those B E A beautiful games. Um yeah, so let's get right into that. Okay. So, Star Wars Battlefront 2 was released in 2004 on the PlayStation 2, original Xbox, um, and I don't think it was on GameCube because it was a fairly big game for the time. This was a third-person shooter set in all of the universes at the time, or I guess all story eras at the time. Uh, and so with this game, this game came out really quick after the first Battlefront game. Uh, in fact... This was, I believe, to coincide with the release of Revenge of the Sith. So, yeah. Um, excuse me. So, for Star Wars Battlefront 2, the story follows the 501st Legion as they carry out Order 66, and then it continues on as you become the Empire and take over the galaxy, which is really really interesting time period. You get to see Felucia, you get to see Geonosis, you get to see Kamino, you get to see all of these things that are what we would consider part of the core story of Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, as we ha now have to dub it. Um, on, the under on the other hand, Star Wars Battlefront 2017, i.e. Star Wars Battlefront 2, 
came out in 2017, two years following the release of the first Battlefront game. Star Wars Battlefront 2017 was a first and third person shooter that allowed you to play through all universes at the time. Um, yes, so it is a third and first person shooter giving the player the option whether or not they want to play in first person or in third person. Um, its release was extremely controversial. Uh, it came out and it was essentially pay to win, if you guys don't remember. Um, and it got to the point where even Big Papa Disney had to come out and say, you need to cut the crap and get rid of these microtransactions because it is hurting the brand and we have a new movie coming out. We'll get to that movie later in a podcast or two. Well, not two. It's going to be a while before we get to that podcast. I would like to be able to see Rise of Skywalker before I do an episode on that podcast. Or a podcast on that episode. Anyway, um, in this game, there's a vast variety of game modes. Far more game modes than in the first Star Wars Battlefront 2 game. <clears throat> and the story of that game follows Inferno, Inferno Squad, i.e. Jaden Versio, as she goes out and uh, goes from following the uh, the Empire slash First Order's dictatorship and joins the Rebels slash Resistance. So yeah, that that's just a basic rundown of the games. Uh, now let's get into the nitty gritty. When Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out, um, while it did have all the modes, um, it was very lackluster due to the microtransactions. And personally, I didn't buy it. I did not buy this game until this year. I did not buy this game until this year. It took me two year, a year and a half until I got this game. Um, but when I got this game, I got it for $20, which, one, was a steal. Thank you, Best Buy. Um, <laughs> but no, they fixed everything in this game. They supported this game beyond end. Now, if you guys remember the last episode, I talked about how immersive Star Wars Battlefront 2015 was. Well, if Star Wars Battlefront 2015 was the most immersive Star Wars game yet, Star Wars Battlefront 2017 has to be the most immersive Star Wars game that has ever been produced, period. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, the sound, the visuals, Hoth in this game looks even better than Hoth in the last game. I, I don't know what else to say about this game. It is stunning. There's no denying it. And the amount of support they continue, at, continue to add recently, not even last month, I don't think it was, they added the Republic Commandos to the Republic class. They're still adding content that the players want. The community for this game is still huge, and they have optimized online matchmaking two years later to where you can go into some of the more niche modes, and you can still find games. It is absolutely beautiful. Now let's talk a little bit about game modes while I'm speaking about game modes. Star Wars Battlefront 2 had Conquest, uh, Capture the Flag, and Hunt. Those are the main three modes in the game. Conquest is your standard uh, three objective capture or three objective, basically domination. If you've played Call of Duty, excuse me. Okay, yes, your three flag capture and defend for X amount of time or troops. 
uh, capture the flag is just that. Capture the flag. You take the other team's flag, bring it back to your base while you have your flag. Bingo, bango, boomo. Done. The third game mode was Hunt, where you got to play as Jedi and Sith, or I guess good-aligned and evil-aligned characters, and you got to fight it out. There's only one map that this was playable on. This was Moise Eisley Cantina. And this has to be where I made the most memories. I can't tell you the amount of times where me and my best friend, Nick, we both chose Chewbacca. We took his rocket launcher, and we just played around with the guided missiles. So much fun. We played as Grievous. We played as uh, Asajj. Or not Asajj Vetra. She's not in this game. What's, what's her name? With the, the chick with the two lightsabers. I can't remember her name. She was a badass. Um, ha honestly, the first badass in video games I ever saw. Just being frank. Um, yeah. So that was so many fond memories in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Kashyyyk, that map on Kashyyyk, we nicknamed the bases after each other. We had on and no. <sighs> Such good times. Such good times. Okay. On to Star Wars Battlefront 2. Now I hop, or Star Wars Battlefront 2017. I can't believe I called it what it is named on the box. Star Wars Battlefront 2017. Uh, when I first loaded it, loaded it up the other day, it took one minute to load. Now, on the other hand, Star Wars Battlefront 2 takes about the same, but it's also on a gener two generations older hardware. So, understandable. But, when I jumped in to Star Wars Battlefront 2017 the other day for half an hour to an hour, I can't tell you the amount of ridiculousness and the amount of fun I had. So, these are just a few of the moments, <laughs> just a few of the moments that I uh, I wrote down while I was playing, and yeah, let me uh, let me talk about it a little bit. So the first the first game mode I jumped into was Hero Assault, where it's a team of I believe four heroes versus four heroes. It could be six v six. Don't quote me on that. I haven't played it in a second. It's already been two days since I played it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I got stuck playing Yoda, which, that sounds like a terrible thing to say. Yoda has to be one of my favorite Jedi, but there are so many other people I want to play. So I want to get more experience as Obi-Wan Kenobi, because I bought his Clone Wars skin, so I want to play with that, just because Clone Wars is so beautiful. And also, uh, plug, we're going to do a season-by-season -season breakdown of the Clone Wars, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but yes, I was playing as Yoda on Kashyyyk in Hero Assault, and I can't tell you the amount of fun I had playing as Yoda, trying to force-push people off the map. And I actually did it to uh, the other player, he was playing as Kylo Ren, and I baited him, and I force-pushed him off the map. And it was beautiful. It was absolutely stunning. Stunning. Um, and I also have written two streamlined UI. Um, I don't remember why I said that, but if I wrote it down, I wrote it down for a reason. I, I must have thought that the stream, the UI was too streamlined. I mean, maybe it is. Uh, I guess I don't agree with the whole star cards thing, but that was a fundamental design, probably due to Papa EA trying to push microtransactions down the throats of all the people, so, eh, um, I, that might have something to do with that. Uh, I did lag out when I started playing, 
Uh, it was after I got to play on the uh, the crate map, which I'll talk about that in just a second. Um, <laughs> the game lagged out, and I wasn't able to hop back on for another, oh, I don't know, it was about another 5-10 minutes. So I was kind of disappointed that it lagged out, but say la vie, that's part of the that's part of the game. When I was able to get back on, though, uh, I got into a Galactic Assault game on Endor, which that Endor map is gorgeous. Oh, that Endor map is absolutely beautiful. The only thing I'm kind of sad about, I understand that you want to protect this image and that you have other game modes, but the I couldn't kill the Ewoks as a stormtrooper. They would didn't attack me, and I couldn't kill them. So I was kind of upset with that. But uh, but here, whatever. We, I. I did not win a game while I played. I'm not proud to say it because y'all are going to take away my gamer card. But I did not win any of the games that I played. So let me talk about that crate map. Just because when I close my eyes, I can see that map so perfectly. If you remember in episode 8, the uh, the climax of the movie happens on the planet Crate, where the rebels essentially are whittled down to their bare bones people, and they're trapped on this planet where the First Order follows them down to go stomp out the Resistance. Well, in the Battlefront 2017 video game, you get to play out the scenario, and I got to play as the First Order, which was really fun. For the first five minutes. Then, as the game continued, it turned out that this map is absolutely god-awful. Oh my god. This map pissed me off so much. I was trying to use a sniper on this map, and every time I went to go snipe someone, I get sniped by three other people at the exact same time. It was absolutely infuriating. I can't tell you how upset I was. I can't tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got into uh, my northern accent there. Let me let me calm down. But no, this map is absolutely flat. Honestly, this felt like a map out of uh, Battlefield One. This felt like uh, oh gee, the the Sen. This felt like the Sen. Or basically, two rival teams, both of equal um, equal fighting ability, are stuck in trenches trying to fight one another, and it basically became a sniping match until we got to the very end, where we uh, where eventually it saved up enough points, and I got jumped in a Tie Fighter, and everything was good. Uh, th those are just some of my experiences with Star Wars Battlefront 2017 objectively let's get down to brass tacks Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out 15 years ago 15 years ago Star Wars Battlefront 2017 came out two years ago Star Wars Battlefront 2 is third person Star Wars Battlefront 2017 is third and first person Star Wars Battlefront 2017 has the most immersion out of any game I've ever played, but it also has a negative history. Personally, I have so much fondness for Battlefront 2 on the PlayStation 2 to the point where 
I bought his PS2 and his copy of Battlefront 2 and I still have our saves from 10 years ago that I played on before I made this review. The thing is, it isn't the same when you're not playing split-screen co-op. When you're playing the game by yourself, you miss your other half. So maybe it's just me missing my best friend from childhood. And maybe it's also me growing up a bit. But I have to say, I haven't had more fun in a first-person shooter in one, two, three, four, five, six years. It's been six years since I've had this much fun in a first-person shooter. I say six because that's when I got Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. You can judge me on that later. But I love that Call of Duty game. It was so bombastic, so much fun, so utterly ridiculous. Ridiculous. I was almost Master Prestige in it. But that's besides the point. We're talking about Star Wars Battlefront here. Objectively, even with its negative history, they have done so many updates to make this game wonderful. They have made this game astounding. It's beautiful. It has a ton of content nowadays. And they're still adding content. I don't know if they're going to make a game to coincide with Rise of Skywalker next year to have maps from the movie that's coming out in December in next year's Star Wars Battlefront game because EA didn't release a Battlefield or Battlefront game this year so they're missing their uh, their first person shooter in their lineup anyway I guess what I was trying to say was nowadays looking at the data I have to say I can't believe I'm going to say this when I want to play a Star Wars Battlefront 2 game I guess I'm going to be picking up Star Wars Battlefront 2017 despite the controversy despite it all it's just the better game it has more content it has more players I'm still always going to have the memories and stuff that I had on Battlefront 2. But Battlefront 2017 is a good game now. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to me babble on and on and on and on in this podcast while I talk about two video games, two comic books, the news, have a ridiculous ad, which in editing doesn't sound good at all but i'm gonna leave it in just because i think it's funny um i hope you guys enjoyed the episode i hope you guys continue and uh, watch out for next week because next week i'm going to be doing a review on star wars a holiday special yeah i'm also going to be able to review three comic books uh next week we have I have my copy of uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Temp- Fallen Order Dark Temple. Uh, the first chapter in that is being delivered on the 23rd. So I'll be able to review the first two, and maybe I'll review the third. Maybe I'll review... No, I'm going to save the third for another episode. But that's A-OK. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope to see you guys next week when we talk about the Star Wars holiday and... You stay classy.